0: it's Amy Newmark. I'm off this week for Christmas and New Year's, so I've chosen a week's worth of my favorite episodes for you from last January. They're all about New Year's resolutions to get you thinking about what you want to accomplish in 2018. I'll be back next week with new episodes to share more inspiration for the new year.
1: Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark.
0: Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your daily dose of Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration. It's Friend Friday, and today we have a special guest, my friend, supermodel, Emmy. Hi, Emmy. Hi, Amy. (laughs) I'm so glad to be talking to you today. We had so much fun making a book together. It went on sale A couple of weeks ago, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Curvy and Confident. And here's why Emmy was the perfect person to make this Chicken Soup for the Soul book. She was the world's first curvy supermodel back in the 1990s. She's still always getting photo shoots. Every time I try to reach her, she's in another photo shoot. So she's still out there just showing everybody how an athletic, tall, larger woman can be absolutely mind Daggeringly Beautiful. And that's our Emmy. Oh, my God. Emmy. <laughs> <And> Emmy. <laughs> so, so Emmy is a TV personality. She's a model. She's a mom, most important of all. She's an author, not just of our book, but other books. She's a brand spokesperson. And she has so many other things that she does. She has a really cool program called FashionWithoutLimits.org, which has to do with helping designers design for the vast majority of women who are greater than a size 12. I'm not even sure why it's all called plus size. It just should be called regular size, right? For all the regular women out there. So anyway, without further ado, let's get started and let's talk about some of the key themes from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Curvy and Confident, and what we should be thinking about this January as we start 2017.
1: Amy, I, have to just jump in and say how much fun I had working with you. You were so encouraging of Natasha and I, and you you were right in there, really, truly. And I think knowing that all of us had our own emotional nutrients being fed by the book and by the stories, it it just made me very, very honored and proud to be a part of the gang, really. And the, the whole motivation to be the best you you can be. So thank you for letting me be a part of the family.
0: Oh, well, well, thank you. I mean, just for everybody who's listening, what happened was that I've been friends with Natasha Stojnoff for a long time. And she came to me in 2015 and said, you have to meet my friend Emmy. And there's a book waiting to be written for Mm -hmm. all the women out there. And this includes women who we think of as being very skinny, But all the women out there who just don't like something about their bodies. And we got to reach those women and tell them to embrace the bodies that they were issued at birth and make the best of those bodies and not try to be somebody who they aren't. And so I got together with Emmy and we talked. And it was right when Curvy Barbie was coming out, the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit issue with Larger women being featured, Lane Bryant. It was, yeah, ads. before that, actually. Yeah, those we we before were the
1: curve, and then it all complemented what we were doing. Yeah,
0: as we were collecting the stories, all of those things were happening, and then Emmy and Natasha went through the stories and picked out their favorites, and we had so much fun creating this book. And so it, it
1: was hard trying to pick the right ones.
0: Well, we had thousands of stories submitted, and we showed you the last several hundred finalists, I guess. And then yep. you guys had a really hard time getting it down to only 101 stories. It was
1: hard.
0: Oh, and by the way, we ran out of books before we even went on sale, December 27th, and we actually really? had to we had to do an emergency second printing right before Christmas, which was one of those good problems, right? Because we were looking at inventory, and it was just disappearing. <laughs> um, but anyway, hopefully there are enough books out there in the stores now, and we'll do another reprint if we need to. This is from
1: moms and grandmoms and your kids to read together. Honestly, I think men too get something from our book as well. I mean, we have men in our book. Uh, the you know, really wonderful stories. But I think there's a lot of notes and uh, stories and lessons that everyone can get from, get from curvy and confident.
0: Yeah, because men have body image issues as well. We Absolutely. Just, we talked more about women in this book, but the lessons are the same for everyone. Right. So So you know what I want to start with? Because you have a daughter who's a teenager. Let's yes. talk about proper messaging, because that is one of the sub themes Mm. in our book, which is how to raise our children so they don't end up with eating disorders.
1: I agree with you. There's a there's a story from Diane Stark, uh, I think it's number 44, a new message. And I loved her story. And I think we all put her in our positive, obviously, she was all on our positive list, because it just stuck right out at me that um, she found herself not having certain sweet foods or, or T- quote-unquote, treat foods in front of her daughter because she was constantly on a diet. And from the work that I've had, that I've done and been a part of with um, eating disorders and body image stuff for, uh, for, you know, two decades, what we do, what we say in front of our family, our kids, our boys, our girls, they're listening. And they're going to start wondering that if, in fact, they're having an ice cream, they're starting to feel guilty. And it's there's no reason for it. If it's a treat have it. And so um, Diane started wondering, my gosh, you know, I'm going to have a pretzel when my daughter said have a pretzel because they were out and about. And uh, she said first, no, I'm not going to have one. Didn't you love this story? And then she goes, wait a minute, I'm going to have one and I'm not going to feel guilty. I mean, this is ridiculous that I'm living this way. So that one story relating to teenagers and relating to my daughter is when I, when we have ice cream, it's not every day. But when we have it, we enjoy it. We get toppings and all that. And, you know, we live an active lifestyle. And when you start making food more than just food into value judgments and all this about a person, uh, you're going down the wrong road. Absolutely. um, I agree with you. And
0: we had a lot of women writing in there that they realized that when they indulged in something and then in front of their children, they said, oh, I'm such a fat bad. pig, you know that or it was. Bad. Yeah, no, it was really a, not being bad. It was a bad message for their kids. So that is a very good tip for starting 2017 um, with a new attitude. Now another tip that no body I, bashing. Yeah, you know. and another tip I picked up from the book, and I think I've already started to implement this tip. And you I know,
1: I love that you've taken these. Uh, seriously. Oh, I have. I have totally. I love it. I, have, I love seeing how the book has affected
0: you. It has. It. So so here's one thing. that I've been shopping for clothes since we made the book, and I've been buying brighter colors and being a little more daring about that because of the messaging in the book from women who finally had an epiphany and stopped buying big black tent-like Dreaty. clothing, right, yeah. and yeah. started buying bright colors that... Set off their eyes and their hair and their skin color and clothing that embraced their shape and showed off their shape and how excited they were, right? And yes, Yes. so that's another tip for 2017 is ditch all the black, shapeless clothing, wear pretty clothing. Story
1: had all about. She was dressing like a middle-aged church lady. Yes. And then a sales lady stepped in and said, "Girlfriend, I got to tell you something. <laughs> You're
0: hiding." Exactly. You can't do that anymore. Yeah. yeah. And we had another one: a woman who was buying a dress for her daughter's wedding, which I, of course, am paying attention to because my daughter is getting married in April. Yay. And the woman was going to buy a black dress for her daughter's wedding right. uh, because she was hiding in the black dress, and her husband forced her to buy a really pretty green dress. And then the sales lady at the store made her go down a size so that the dress would be tighter on her. Yeah. And she was so happy and confident at the wedding wearing this new green dress. Oh, and that's another
1: compliments.
0: Yeah. And then there was another tip that I picked up from the book. And I absolutely tried to implement this, which is about and this I know you do so well walk into a room with confidence. I remember that Regina Sunshine Robinson.
1: This is your favorite one, I think. This is your favorite. I think it's one of your favorite stories.
0: It is. But but yeah. I know it was one of yours too cuz that's why you and Natasha picked it.
1: We have to practice this and it's the the Mama Jamma. Yes. Bad mama being a, you know, walking in and with the song, you know, I'm a not a mean Mama Jamma, but um, there's a wonderful song that just makes you feel that you want to walk into a room with your shoulders back. And you realize that when you go into a cocktail party or you go into a meeting, that everyone has arrived there with the same feeling, some, somewhat insecure, or having a, you know, they put their jeans on, their pants on, their dress on the same way. And if you walk in with your shoulders down, then you just lose points in life. <laughs> If you walk in with your shoulders back and saying, I'm here, I've been invited, I'm ready to go, I'm ready to comp- have a great time, contribute to conversations, contribute to the business meeting, and who knows, you know, maybe brighten someone's day with my shine. That's what it's all about.
0: Yeah, and one of the things I've learned from Chicken Soup for the Soul is that if you adopt an attitude, even if you're not really feeling it, but you just project as if you are that person. So if you walk into a room deliberately putting on a confident attitude, even though though you're not feeling it, people will then respond to you as if Mm. you are a confident person. They'll start treating you differently. And after you've done that a few times, you actually will become a more confident person. And that person you were pretending to be will actually become the person who you truly are. So I think that's another great tip for 2017. Walk into every room with confidence, right?
1: Confidence.
0: Confidence. Make
1: it till you make it. Yes. A, you know, chicken soup for the soul tip here. Um, truly, truly. There's CEOs, and I've heard this more than three times, so I have to share this. CEOs that are male will say that they, they were not prepared to become a CEO. They didn't have practice in being a CEO, but they faked it till they made it when they felt that the shoes fit as being a CEO. So- if there's anything that a woman wants in 2017, put your eye on the prize and go for it and don't look back. Fake it till you make it.
0: Not I, do I do that perfect. I do that all there the time.: your bad self. That's how I became the publisher of Chicken Soup for the Soul. I had no idea what I was doing nine years ago.: But you jumped in, right? I just did it and figured it out along the way, and it worked out. It worked out. so and I'm sure That's when right. you first started modeling, you were faking it.
1: Oh, of course. I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. So, you know, when I get into new businesses, I still don't understand what I'm doing, but my heart's calling me to get into different things. And and um, I'm I'm looking forward to having a podcast and doing different work in TV. But, you know, when I go into a whole other area like animation, I have no idea. But you take one step at a time and you just you you're going to learn. That's it.
0: Speaking of podcasts, you know. That was another place where I faked it. When they asked me to do a podcast about, about, well, it was 11 months ago now, I had no idea what I was doing. I hadn't even listened to a podcast, and I went and listened to all of the first season of Serial and said, okay, so that's what a podcast sounds like, and then just created the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast. And now you have your new podcast that is just about to start, so tell us about that.
1: Oh, it's Emmy style. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I remember actually, let me jump back. I remember being on your show right when you first began and you just were wonderful and you just kept at it and you learn, you learn. So I'm going to be learning the same things with my own show. It's starting at the, in the middle of January, I think a few days after our show airs today. And it's going to be all about life, the ups, the downs, how to get out of the downs to get into the light. Uh, It's about my life and a lot of the friends that I have in actors and theater and and clothing and fashion and beauty and makeup. Um, And the very interesting characters I've met along the way, different business owners that they too had an idea and they said, well, I'm going to do my very best at presenting this so we can raise the funds. And after that, let's, just keep at it and see what happens. And about 10 or 15 wonderful entrepreneurs that I know have really done incredible things. So not only them, but just stories about moms doing incredible things. It's a, it's a very, very empowering show. So I'm, I'm very excited to be able to present a bit of my life and uh, some of the craziness that goes on in, in encouraging women to take those steps, and men, to take those steps in the direction where their heart is calling them.
0: Well, that's great. And I know you're using the same recording studio that I'm using. So we'll probably run into each other here. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, we're out of time. It's been so great checking in with you at the beginning of 2017. What with our book out there being such a bestseller. Um oh, Thank so you, wonderful. Emmy. Thanks so much for joining me today. And um, Welcome, y'all thanks. Thank and you. thank you all for listening today. I'm Amy Newmark. Come back Monday to talk some more about what I've learned from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Curvy and Confident. And if you're looking for this book, the one we had to reprint already, you can find it at Barnes & Noble, Books a Million, Walmart in the U.S. and Canada, Indigo in Canada, Costco in Canada, grocery stores, Amazon, your local independent bookstore, and wherever else books are sold.